0: Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Today is a special episode as we're joined with our new friend, Graveyard Shift. Hi, Graveyard Shift. Can you describe yourself for our listeners?
1: Hello. If you were standing in a room with me right now, you would notice a six foot five, bronze-colored steelborn, which is an autonomous uh, robot wearing a blue uniform um, of the night watch of Jashope. And I have a black poncho, trimmed in silver, uh, that I like to wear on rainy days.
0: You're a new addition to the crayon box. What color would you be, and why?
1: I think I would be true blue, because I believe in teamwork with my friends, and my loyalty runs deep with those who I trust and who have earned it from me.
0: Oh. What are your strengths, Graveyard?
1: Um, My strengths are I am very perceptive. Um, Especially at night, you have to be when you're protecting the citizens of uh, Jashope. I have very good night vision, even though I have only one ocular receptor. Um, (laughs) And I am quite robust, as you might imagine. Uh, I do quite well with poisons with a metal body like this, and I don't tire very easily either.
0: Those are good strengths. And on the flip side of that coin, what are your weaknesses, Graveyard Shift?
1: Um, as earnest and as much as I try to be a valuable member of the team, um, my, uh, book smarts, my book smarts can be a little lacking here and there, uh, especially when it comes to uh, history or things you might learn in school, uh, reading, the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic. I'm not so great at those.
0: And spelling
1: <laughs> mm-hmm uh
0: that's bad uh, uh so question four where did you grow up or perhaps where were you made
1: um i was made uh by my uh creators or uh parents i guess you folks would uh refer to them as um my uh creator father is a uh, brickus fogel mogul And my creator mother is Lysria Mazurk. Uh, They are both members of the uh, watch that I currently am employed by. Uh, They are quartermasters. They hand out the equipment and make sure everybody leaves safe and comes back safe and in one piece. Me, sometimes not so much, but it's not that big of an issue when I don't come back all in one piece.
0: Are they very, I, I'm supposed to stick to the script of 15 questions, but are they Are they exploiting you? Do you need to be rescued? Like, I, I worry that they might have created you just to work you. You're okay, right? I,
1: sometimes I wish Creator Father would leave me alone. He fusses over me a little bit too much, I feel. Um, I, I feel that they're very doting. Um, just because I can survive with one arm a little bit easier than my partner can doesn't mean that they don't care about me uh they love me very much um creator mother is uh, more uh, permissive or uh libertarian with her uh parenting style which i do appreciate sometimes she knows i'm strong enough to to walk on my own two feet um no they as far as i can tell i was brought into this world because they they loved me so much that uh, I was blessed by uh, the God of Justice Tier to give them uh, somebody that they could care about and who could care for them back.
0: Okay. All right. Good. Whew. I, I just uh, uh got to keep an eye out for exploitation, you know? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. absolutely. That's uh, what I have to do as well. That's part of my job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of jobs, why did you want to join the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild?
1: Um, well, uh, I, I don't sleep, I don't have to sleep. Um, and as a matter of fact, neither does crime. So while I am not on the payroll of the uh, night watch, you know other people need to to work to, to earn money to feed their families and they need to sleep. Uh, so when I filled my quota for hours, I don't want to take that away from my partners and so, I thought I might be helpful somewhere else on a bit of a pro bono basis. And if I happen to find useful items and and wealth along the way, that's fantastic, but I don't need it. I'm fulfilled by the smiles of the people I save.
0: Oh my goodness. Like, this is is the second new member in a row that's like a good person. (laughs) I just, uh, (laughs) my heart already grew two sizes. In the last interview. So if it grows anymore, it's going to explode out of my chest like a chest burst or something. Mine's modular. That. <laughs> no. I could just level mine up, <laughs> install a newer model. <laughs>
1: yeah, I have to talk to creator mother and father about it though, but I think they can make things happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, question six, if you were given a one-minute advertisement time spot during the annual Nikimui Fighting Tournament, which is a, sort of like a Super Bowl, if you will, a sporting event that the entire city would see, what would you fill it with?
1: Oh, obviously with consent butter. Um, it, it's delicious, I, I, I hear. Um, it's ethically sourced. Vegans can have it guilt-free. And in a pinch, it can be used as a lubricant for your achy joints when out and rusted <coughs> in the field.
0: you heard it from graveyard shift lubricant for your achy joints (laughs) everyone could use some of that (laughs) oh my goodness oh i you know this question doesn't really make sense for you but it's on the list what do you like doing in your spare time
1: um well even though my favorite pastime is protecting others and meeting out swift and fair justice i uh I paint miniatures. It's just something that my parents sat me down to do when uh, they needed to sleep and you know, I, I needed to, to stay at home, so they gave me a paint kit and said, Paint this tiny dog. And now I'm painting full scale cities when I have the chance. But that's only when I can't find people to help.
0: And then you arrange a little tiny town that needs helping.
1: It just it's it's towns that need helping all the way down. <laughs>
0: Oh man! Question eight: What things in life are still a mystery to you, Graveyard Shift? Uh,
1: correct punctuation. Uh, mathematics. Uh, just that it's a hurtful stereotype. Sometimes I don't. Tr- I try not to let it get to me. But people think just because you are mechanical, you're good at math, and it. You know, you got to shatter the stereotype. I'm not fantastic at it.
0: That's fair. It's yes, fair. Um, I mean,
1: was there was there a second part to that question that you needed answered, Miss?
0: Um, you know, I kind of forget what question we were. have. I asked you that was what do you like doing in your spare time, and then what things in life are still a mystery to you. I may oh, have lost numbers. my place. Oh, numbers. Oh, numbers. Yeah. <laughs> um, we might be on number eight. What things in life are still a mystery? Wait, I don't even know. Um,
1: well, you can't. Don't ask me.
0: <laughs> yeah okay uh question nine numbers are hard. I don't blame you at all, <laughs> so question nine um everybody's got one, but not everybody is aware that they're doing it. What's your annoying habit?
1: My annoying habit possibly I have a hard time modulating my voice in a way to convey how I'm feeling or the emotion that I'm supposed to be conveying uh My system doesn't allow me to raise my voice too high. I can raise the volume, but sometimes I can't sound stern enough.
0: Mm. And then the criminals think you're joking.
1: That or I'm being too polite and sometimes it begets violence when I think it could have been avoided had I sounded a little bit more threatening. But creator father and creator mother think that it's best that I sound gentle all the time.
0: Yeah, you know, as a person who can come off as pretty stern and, like, I maybe sound like I'm yelling and mad at people when I'm not, like, sometimes having too expressive of a voice is a downside, so you could, you could consider at least you're approaching it from that end of things, where you're, like, learning where to apply the expressiveness and not just conveying your mild irritation when all you want is to build a good time, so uh it could be worse right that end of the spectrum is i'd probably better to approach things from
1: of course and that's what partners are for the good cop bad cop well <laughs> good cop, cop good cop but <laughs> but good cop who is loud
0: <laughs> the good cop who is loud yes uh and speaking of volume do you speak any other languages when you uh speak
1: um yes i do um Creator father uh, taught me uh, Gnomish, because he is a gnome. And creator mother taught me Dwarfish, because she is a dwarf. So they taught me their uh, native tongues. Uh, It comes in helpful and useful, because those are two very common tongues in most cities. And I can communicate uh, at the level of somebody who might be uh, diffused by their native tongue, rather than just common
0: yeah, it probably makes de-escalation work better when you can use the native language. Yeah.
1: That's the first line of defense.
0: Yeah, communication. That's cool. So when you're out uh, patrolling the streets, do you ever think about somewhere else you would like to visit?
1: Um, I don't really have a number one place I'd like to visit. I do like the idea of traveling. Um, I have seen pictures in... Tapestries of places that don't look like dishope, and I would love to see them in person. I'm sure there's people there that need helping.
0: Yeah. Okay. So populated places and people. Mm-hmm. Populated places.
1: Places with overhangs yeah. where I, I can't nec- I don't necessarily have to stand in the rain. <laughs> but if I have consent butter, it's it's fine.
0: <laughs> because you can lubricate your joints, of course.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, I uh, legit I have used butter on an exercise equipment and it mostly works you guys like um just saying like silicone oil is best but if you do have to use butter if you can clean it out like every four months because it like gets gritty after a while it it kind of accumulates lint um anyway moving on but it does work um so because a lot of oils have toxic contaminants so question 12 do you like pickles
1: um like conundrums or the cucumber
0: conundrums let's go that way
1: (laughs) um yes like i i very much like riddles and i when i find myself in a pickle i just think of it as a as a challenge to learn
0: yes all right question 13 a penguin walks through that door right now wearing a sombrero what does it say and why is it here
1: a penguin win a sombrero this sounds like one of those riddles um, for, well, I have to make sure he's 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 safe, and then is he a threat to someone else? If not, I need to figure out, this penguin's been on vacation, obviously, so did he miss his flight, or is he trying to get home? Is he trying to get to his vacation? <laughs> mm, or it and, could be a druid. I've heard they've been known to do things like that.
0: Yes. So you would ask it in common, dwarvish, and gnomish, if it had missed its flight. <laughs>
1: Yes. And and <laughs> I'm not good at math but the pun is not lost on me.
0: Did I pun? Oh no.
1: Well penguins can't fly.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Uh okay, question 14. Graveyard shift, what would you like remembered about you?
1: Um I'd like to remember I would like to be remembered as someone who helped some uh, who, who 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 helped you. Um, sorry, the, uh, the the stutter was built in as a endearing quality. I can speak perfectly, but a little imperfection here and there apparently humanizes uh, the the chassis to to the receiver.
0: It's working. You seem pretty human to me. And the very last question for you, Graveyard Shift, is: What is one message you would give to your fans?
1: If, if I could blush, I would. I, I have fans. Well, I mean, if I have fans, um, be good and then be better until your better is your best.
0: Well, you heard it here, folks. Thank you, Graveyard Shift. Thank you. And we'll see you in an upcoming adventure. Bye-bye.
1: I look forward to it. Goodbye.